welcome to uh, the Next Level Physio Podcast. So today we're going to talk about um, fitness, uh, exercise, nutrition, and how it relates to overall health, um, and how uh, we, uh, kind of our personal journey, and how we kind of practice that on an everyday kind of scale. Um, I know one of the, the, the most frequently asked questions that people ask me about is what do you eat? How do you sleep? Uh, how often do you work out? What kind of exercise do you do? Uh, do you just do core every day or is it, you know, a mix or just do you do cardio? Um, so yeah, I think, I think this is something that a lot of people, uh, understand as part of the DNA of what we do here at next level. And, in turn, is part of the DNA of our kind of everyday lives. So, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what it looks like in our lives. So, Dr. Alex, what does that look like in your life? Yeah, and I think some of those questions come up because we've all heard uh, different strategies, and and we understand that there's a kind of a, a an ecosystem of health and wellness and fitness, and like how do we even describe what health and fitness is and you know there's been uh some kind of definitions thrown around and and trying to define it um uh i'll I'll paraphrase like uh an institution that i think has done pretty well is, is basically saying that like it's fitness is your your ability to do work over a variety of like tasks means and leads to general wellness and health through the course of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have um I have a friend. Uh he's a he's a trainer and also he has a, a growing YouTube channel called Chef Ang Ange. Uh his name is Angelo and he, he says I, I don't know if he coined it but he phrases it as your workout is the rent that you owe to live in your body. Right? Your, your fitness and your health is a rent that you have to pay. It's not, it's not, it's not a choice. You have to pay the rent every day. Uh, and whether that's like working out or that, that means like eating right, or that means, you know, sleeping well and being hydrated, the rent is due every single day. And it's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a choice. It's mandatory. And it really is, I think, an investment in yourself where, you know, just as we've heard, you want to eat a balanced diet. Uh, so to that you want a balanced uh, fitness and workout program um, that really, you know, addresses your, your musculoskeletal system, your cardiovascular system, your central and peripheral nervous system, like all of those components uh, come into like a good uh, ecosystem to like optimize your mm-hmm. your body. So what? Take me through your your like your daily routine. Like so, hmm. on a, a normal everyday kind of basis. Like what is what does it look like? You wake up. What happens? Wake up in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think uh, this is something that people struggle with. I know I struggle with as well. Is trying to perfect your your daily routine and. I don't know if there is 
you know, a perfect routine and, and definitely not for everybody. There's, you know, different circadian rhythms and, and things that work best for people. I know personally for me uh, that when I wake up, I try to, you know, spend a little time, uh, you know, kind of centralizing my, my thoughts and everything, almost like a, you know, a meditation slash stretching a little bit in the morning. Uh, I'm getting older. So, you know, it's stretching is kind of important now. Um, and then I try to hit a workout uh, pretty early in the morning because it sets me up mm -hmm. in such a good way that I feel better throughout the day. Um, and it just works for me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. How about you? When do you usually? Um, so depending on the day, for the most, most days, I'm waking up pretty early because I have uh, work early in the morning. Uh, so I usually wake up around five o'clock. Um, I have water on my nightstand. I chug a bunch of water, um, room temperature water, not, not cold water, um, to kind of wake myself up, get the digestive system kind of flowing. Uh, I usually go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, leave the house. Uh, and I try to get it, go, I, I go to the office where is where I work out. Um, I might have taken some sort of pre-workout prior to that, depending on your goals. I mean, a little bit of caffeine early in the morning, uh, studies have shown to help improve performance. Um, so I take a pre-workout that has some caffeine in it, uh, and also has a little bit of creatine, um, depending on what your fitness goals are and depending on what your, um, uh, kind of health looks like creatine could be helpful to you uh, to build muscle and improve performance uh, and something else called beta alanine beta alanine is another uh, kind of amino acid that helps with explosive performance uh, in terms of strength training so I take that uh, along with a, probably another like half a liter of water at least uh, usually try to work out for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, and that is a combination of probably some cardio, uh, some strength training, um, and then a bunch of stretching and mobility afterwards. Uh, and then I go about my day. And I usually, um, I, I'm currently doing uh, some intermittent fasting where I'm not eating until a certain hour. And then I eat at about 12 to one o'clock will be my first meal. Uh, and then um, uh, my last meal is about seven or 8 p.m. And that whole process kind of repeats. But again, just like Alex said, this is my routine. And this is what people ask me about all the time. Like, what's your routine? But I have to reiterate that, you know, my routine isn't necessarily going to work for you or it might not even be good for you. So uh, it, it really needs, you need somebody to help dial it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you think you feel that it's been helpful to, you know, get in that large amount of water first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, has that helped with like, uh, any like cramping or like actual performance where like you feel like you can, you know, put out um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, in general, people tend to dehydrate during the night. 
I am one of the, the, the like the night sweaters, you know, like my, my, my body, I don't know why it just produces a lot of heat. So I sweat a lot in the middle of the night, especially like I like sleep half naked, basically, mm-hmm. maybe 75% naked, uh, unfortunately, uh, for my wife uh, and my sheets. Uh, but I have to, I, I feel the need to hydrate because it just feels like I'm so thirsty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so especially you got to listen to your body. If you're thirsty, you got to take those signals as like, you need some water. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, good for you. I, I read some studies that, uh, it, it's actually better, uh, to sleep, you know, relatively, um, colder, colder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe disrobed and it actually like tends to, to work you, uh, disrobed you know, is a polite way of saying, a polite way of saying, saying naked. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's exactly on the money that you said you have to listen to your body. So there are so many wearables and apps out there right now. Um, I've tried a ton of them, you know, specifically sort of take your heart rate variability, your heart rate rhythm. Um, some assess your like blood oxygen saturation, and they're all geared to kind of tell you like, Hey, this is your optimal window to exercise. I, and I'll just say for me, I, I know that there's a ton of people out there who swear by them and they probably, you know, some are better than others. It's kind of like your weather app mm-hmm. where it says it's sunny, but you look outside and you're like, mm, it's raining. <laughs> like, I think you're lying to me, but I'll believe you yeah. because whatever. Yeah. Um, I or like you're those... on the track and you ran a four laps and you're like, but my watch says that I haven't run a mile yet. Exactly. So it's like, I've had apps that say like, you're good to go. And I'm like, I feel like trash. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not picking anything up. I'm not running anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's other ones where I'm like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. But because I've had, let's say less sleep um, or my, my heart rate variability was affected a little bit by that. It's like, oh, you should take it really easy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I feel good to go. I feel geared. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to rock. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, you know, a, important that it's like, well, yeah, these apps kind of help and, they, and some of these factors come into play. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes right down to it, if you feel exhausted, mm-hmm. you know, don't do what a computer tells you. Like, you got to listen to yeah. what your body's telling you. So were you, um, like growing up, obviously there had to be at some point in your life where you felt like I'm going to make fitness a priority. Mm. Like, what was that point for you? That's a good question. Um, so when I was younger, my, my parents actually, uh, put me in to martial arts when I was pretty young and that kind of just led through my adolescence into like my young adulthood. Um, but I think I never really actually hit the gym, like the gym and worked out until I got to college. Um, and it was just because I was hanging out with my sweet mates and they're like, Oh, we're going to the gym. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go with you. Um, so I think that's where it clicked, where I got the, the bug of like, Oh, so I've been doing martial arts. I think I'm, conditioned and, and fit and whatever but there's a hole in the game like mm-hmm. i'm definitely missing a good chunk mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah and if you guys didn't know actually alex wrote a book about um high intensity interval training mm. 
uh, and uh, is actually on Amazon. What's it called? Uh, yeah, uh, the ultimate guide to hit or high in, uh, intensity interval training. Yeah. So uh, you guys could look it up on Amazon. The guide mm-hmm. to the hit. ultimate guide. The ultimate yeah. guide to hit. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of uh, great information about in there about like. So all, most of my training is some form of hit training. Uh, it's a lot of circuits. It's a lot of um, body weight exercises. It's a lot of like bursts of activity with a little bit of rest and bursts of activity with a little bit of rest or bursts of high intensity followed by a burst of like slightly lower intensity. So um, uh, is that kind of the way you train as well? Yes. And uh, again, you know, different things work for different people. However, the research and a lot of studies have been done on hit and and it's um you know benefits for just general body composition but then also things like cardiovascular disease diabetes like the list goes on and on and the just as you you know kind of described about those intervals not only do you get a lot of bang for your buck because in a very short period of time you are able to do more intensity than if you were to this kind of spread it out it works your musculoskeletal system pretty well you know you said body weight and some resisted exercises um but then also the intervals mm-hmm. kind of challenge that cardiovascular system Absolutely. and you know you do those intervals so maybe the intervals are a little shorter longer depending on what you're going for that day but then the entire workout is long so you're now doing that you know your three energy cycles of your like fossil creatine cycle, your glycolytic cycle, your oxidative cycle, like you're, you're challenging all of those and working all of those at the same time you're doing your musculoskeletal system. Oh man. Yeah. You know, and, and, and what, what it comes down to is like, I'm not training for the NFL combine, right? You're, you're not training for a marathon, right? Not yet. (laughs) Um, but if you're just trying to look to be healthier, stronger in general, put a little bit of muscle on, um, improve your uh, cardiac output or your cardiac health, hit training really is the way to go because just like you said, you're getting you're getting all three all the different phases of energy, right? You you are. Uh, stressing your cardiovascular system, you're stressing your musculoskeletal system, you will get stronger, you will get bigger. Um, and uh, to, 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 you know, some of the people out there that might want to look toned, uh, you'll, you'll look toned too. You know, how great is that? Uh, and you'll shed some, some, some fat and some extra excess weight. So uh, what, in terms of most of my training, my, most of my training looks like that. And uh, when it comes to consistency, um, I find that because it's not two hours on the bike or like six hours of running mm-hmm. or like being at the gym for three and a half hours and waiting for two minutes in between sets and you're checking your cell phone or whatever, like you're in, you're out. It's yeah. efficient with my time. Like I, I have like, I have three kids. I have. <laughs> Very little time to work out. Yeah. So 
if I could get a really good workout in 45 minutes, like, hell yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, of course. And like you said, you know, waiting those intervals, I, I know I've done this. It opens the window for like doom scrolling and all this stuff. And all of a sudden you're like, you know, like doom scrolling. I've never even heard Oh of yeah. It's like, where you just like get lost in the like, uh, void of Instagram. And then you're like, Oh my God, it's been like two hours, half an hour. I should probably do another set. Like that's not how that works. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it, it keeps you on target. It, it handles all those things. And, you know, it, it creates, it, it's that balance of, of some of those things. So, if like we look at the last Olympics that just went on and, and I'm going to kind of, you know, go to the, the extremes of those sports. But if you look at those athletes, um, they've specified their bodies. There's so many different body types in that mm -hmm. in the Olympics because they've specified and conditioned their bodies specifically mm -hmm. for that one very particular sport. So if you take what you were saying, like a marathoner. And put them in shot put, or or uh, you know Olympic weightlifter, and try to get them to pole vault. They are not going to do well because they're just that's not what they were going for. That's yeah. not what they're geared for. Now, by no means am I saying these athletes aren't fit. Yeah, um, but you know it. So like we're taking the marathoner. They've sacrificed some parts of their uh, fitness to be so well at that to one be specific exactly so like they they've sacrificed maybe upper body strength so they can be as light as possible um you know be able to absorb and and endure that like amazing amount of oxidative stress for a long period of time but you know we got to think also these are these are the top tier athletes mm -hmm. so when they're on their off season they're focusing on strength they're focusing on power um to keep them like healthy yeah. and well yeah but you know these are top tier echelon yeah. things that are very focused so i mean that's like um so there's something called and actually we talk about this in the low back pain book uh that is not out yet but uh next level is putting out a low back pain book coming and soon one of the things that we're talking about is generalized preparedness and specified preparedness right those athletes are extremely specified in whatever they're prepared for, whether whatever they're preparing for, shot put, uh, marathon, or whatever. So they're they're prepared for that activity. What people like you and I, or um, you know, the everyday person, what we need to be prepared for is generalized preparedness. We need to be able to lift, a, you know, a grocery bag off the floor. We need to be able to skip across a bunch of rocks in a lake. We need to be able to, you know, load up some, you know, lumber into our pickup truck. I don't have a pickup truck, but I kind of want one. <laughs> um, but we need to be able to be, get off and on the floor, get up and down a, a flight of stairs without, you know, breathing heavily. Um, and that's called generalized preparedness. And the way we get to generalized preparedness is by moving your body in a lot of different ways and a lot of different planes of motion and a lot of uh, training that is very specific, like, you know, cycling or uh, powerlifting. It does not prepare you for generalized fitness. It does not prepare you generally for everything that you need to do. So that's another 
thing in terms of the circuits I do and the circuits that uh, Alex might do, we go through a lot of different movements. We go through a lot of different planes of movement. And we try to generalize the movement so that it will carry over to other activities. Yeah. And would you agree that like even a, an, an athlete who's, you know, let's say a high school or, or an amateur athlete who's playing in those sports, like they'll benefit from, oh, yeah, absolutely. you know, yeah. generalized fitness and, and possibly prevent injury. Or, yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing about it. It's like, People ask me all the time, like, how, how do you prevent injury? And of course, there's there, there's uh, there's something to be said, like, you can't prepare for everything. That's a loaded question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you can't really prepare for what it feels like or what your body's going to do when you get hit pound up by a 300-pound lineman. Like, you, you're just not, there's nothing that you could do about that. But outside of the catastrophic right? We could prepare for a lot of things. We could build resiliency in a lot of different planes of movement, right? There's a lot of times people like start, they pick up golf and they've never moved their body in that way. So, you know, they get hurt. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, we, we see it so often that most of the time, you know, like you said, barring any like significant trauma, uh, most of the time injuries are, are typically due to either like poor movement patterns uh, poor kinesthetic awareness, um, just, uh, yeah, or like muscular imbalances and things like that. And unless you address those, the injury may just kind of reoccur over Absolutely. and over again. Absolutely. And I think that like, it, 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 it comes down to habit, right? Um, if you if you get into a habit of making your health a priority, whether it's eating right or hydrating or sleeping well or exercising properly. If you make a habit of any of these things, and I recommend that whatever program you to start, do it for 40 days and it's going to become a habit. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the, the next level program or the level up program uh, that we have here is designed for you to do it for longer than 30 days. Uh, we want you to extend it past like a three-month period because that's how you actually build habits. You don't you don't build a habit by doing it for a week. Right. Absolutely. And I think you, you even started off saying like you put your bottle of water like on your nightstand ready to go. Um, if, uh, if anyone's read the book uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, it was like a bestseller uh, not too long ago. But, he, you know, one of the things he says is, make it easy, make it attainable. Because like you said, the hit training and stuff like that, it's not a six hour thing. It's minimal prepared, you know, preparation. If you have your clothes out mm -hmm. the night before, you have your water bottle on your side, you eliminate a lot of those like pausing and, and gaps and, and, you know, reasons for excuses where you're just like, okay, I, it, I'm set up for the day. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta do this. And it doesn't make it easy. It's, it's not easy, right? Yeah. Every day that I wake up at five o'clock and I hit my alarm to shut up because I set six of them for like, you know, five minute intervals prior to that, it, it, it does, it does cost something. Um, and if you get into the habit of preparing things the night before and making sure you're making it a priority, like it, it makes it just that much easier 
And sometimes all you need is just a little bit of a push. Um, so I really recommend that you guys all uh, uh, start this process of building a routine, building healthy habits, uh, maybe even picking up Dr. Alex's book uh, if you want to start your own program or come to next level and uh, we could help you start that program uh, with the level up program, which is kind of like a personal training uh, uh, program where we're um, uh, building out uh, uh, a set schedule for you uh, with workouts and exercises uh, and things of that nature where you could come consistently and build some good habits. Um, I really think it's like a balanced program and it's really based on, we take, you know, so we're a physical therapy clinic, you know, first and foremost. So we're very, we're like those movement experts that we screen, uh, when you first come in, uh, and really based on your specific needs, uh, we'll tailor a program to, to fit your goals and what you're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, um, it's really exciting to, to talk about. And I think we probably still have more content that we could talk about in terms of sleep and oh, uh, hydration and nutrition and things of that nature. It could go on forever. How to build a, your own kind of like hit program. Mm -hmm. uh, all that stuff is, it, it, we can talk about it in the future. But um, for today, you know, we just want to introduce you to a little bit of what makes next level tick. And hopefully it was helpful. Have a good one. Bye.